Lanier came in quietly, sat down in a chair. Spencer tried to smile professionally as he produced his mirror and made his inspection. Then he gulped. The mirror thrust into Vanier's mouth showed nothing again. Nothing at all. He went dizzy for a moment because he remembered there was a new lock on the refrigerator down the hall, and there was no reflection in the mirror. Vampires have no reflections. After drinking blood, after absorbing the humanity of blood, they might become normally visible in mirrors for a short time, veneers sneaking in and ripping open cans with his teeth, drinking deep, then coming into the office for dental work. Once before he had missed somehow, and there had been no reflection. Now the refrigerator was locked, and again there was no reflection. Spencer stared down into the thin, pale face in the chair. His mind whirled as he stepped back. He nicked his thumb accidentally as one hand brushed the instruments on his table. "'You'll have to excuse me,' he murmured. "'Another spell, I'm afraid. You'd better come in again tomorrow.' The tall, dark man smiled, shrugged, arose from the chair. Spencer couldn't help it. He sat down, closed his eyes. He heard Vanier's footsteps across the floor. His eyelids flickered momentarily, but he saw. He saw Vanier bending over the white-tiled table, his head darting like a serpent's to the spot where the tiny red jet lay. His tongue lapped, and then Vanier grimaced with a look of curious pain. Spencer sat there trying to control his shudderings as Vanier left the room. Now it couldn't be denied. The dark stranger with the long teeth, the bad teeth, was a vampire. Abnormal teeth because of an abnormal diet. Why not? It explained the decay, too. There was another explanation for the decay, an explanation involving sleeping all day in a terrible way, in a coffin packed with grave earth, hidden somewhere in the city. Vanier, who came only at night, who drank blood from cans, whose reflection vanished when he had no nourishment. Blood is the life. Of course he wouldn't allow his teeth to be pulled. A toothless vampire? Naturally, he wouldn't give his address. If Spencer tracked him down by day, he knew what he'd find. Certainly, he had to grimace when he encountered the spot of Spencer's blood. Spencer was taking garlic pills, and vampires cannot endure garlic. Some authorities, Spencer shuddered when he thought of a demonologist as an authority, said that garlic killed vampires. Why should it have such an effect? Well, why is an allergy? So there it was. Spencer couldn't sleep that night. Early in the morning he went down to the public library. He wanted to read certain books, about silver bullets and stakes through hearts and crucifixes and holy water about bodies that decay not in the tomb and rest not, about things that never die, that walk by night and drink deep from the throats of men, about sunset to sunrise and pointed fangs and the legends of all nations in all times. Early that evening he went into Dr. King's office. He didn't have the courage to speak. King would accuse him of madness, in the stupid, melodramatic way in which people actually do accuse others of madness. The police would do nothing, and Spencer must keep still, keep the lock on the refrigerator door, keep thinking. Dr. King gave him something to think about, all right. I'm all of those garlic pills right now, Spencer. Get another batch in Monday, I expect. 
It won't hurt you to wait a few days, I guess. He guessed. No garlic pills? No garlic in the bloodstream? And a hungry vampire? Spencer backed out of the office, hurried down to his own quarters. I must keep that refrigerator locked, he whispered. I must. What if there's an accident and they need blood in a hurry and it's gone? Yes, but what if Vanier is hungry and goes for your neck? There was a solution to this problem, Spencer realized. He could run like hell. He opened his office door with that resolve, and the vampire walked in. Vanier was tall, dark, thin. That's the way vampires are supposed to be, but so are a good third of all normal males. Vanier was a foreigner with an accent, but there are many such in a mill town. Vanier was pale, but Spencer was even paler just now.